Hello, everybody. It is Sunday, September 8th. This a little slower than last time. <laughs> um, it, we had a cra- we've had a crazy weekend so far, um, both in our personal lives yes. and <laughs> in, you know, in sports news. Um, so we've got a lot of college football to talk about yesterday. Tennessee is now off to an 0 and 2 start. Mm. Um, Florida State almost lost to UNL UL Monroe. Uh, Kansas disappointed spectacularly. Yeah, Kansas couldn't move a ball to save their life. Um, and then let's think Oklahoma hung 70 points on whatever poor saps had to play them this weekend. Um, Georgia put up like 60. Yeah, Georgia. So you've avoided a lip tattoo for another week. I have. Um, successfully. <laughs> um, let's think it was just a crazy weekend overall. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan. Also Antonio Brown. Yeah, we Hi. got and we got we got the Antonio Brown news to talk about and how he basically finessed the Raiders. Yeah, I mean completely and utterly finessed them because he did just completely and utterly finesse them. Yeah, it's so weird. I I don't know. I <laughs> the situation is just distressing. It, I mean, he won. He won. He got out, and uh, if you haven't watched, uh, yeah, give us a quick recap, Zach. If you if you haven't watched the news, if you've been under a rock, because I feel like I've seen this everywhere I've looked. Yeah. Over the past uh, week, week seems fair. Yeah, probably Uh, around that. Yeah. So over the past week, this is all I have seen. You can't escape it, no matter where you look. Um, So let let's let me pull up a quick recap. also, I want to say that Pat McAfee called all of this. He called. I saw that every bit of it. Holy shit! Unbelievable. He was so. It, Dude I've is psychic. Yeah, he might be. That's my explanation. I don't have another one. Yeah. So all right. So this week, Antonio Brown on Wednesday. God, this is gonna hurt to go through. <laughs> Antonio Brown posts a fine from the Raiders, like. On his Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was on his story. He had a dispute with GM Mike Mayock. Team plans to suspend him. During this dispute, he punted a ball, told the GM he'd punch him in the face. <laughs> Jesus. Um, stuff like that. Friday. Friday morning, specifically. Brown apologizes to the team at a team meeting in front of everyone with the team captains there with him. Say he was so sorry about everything he did. Blah, 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 blah. Inside, he is just scheming. Inside, totally scheming. That night, Friday night, at like 11.30, almost midnight, I think, he posted a video of him and Gruden's talk on YouTube. He dropped a YouTube video with a phone recording of everything that he said to Coach Gruden. Was it illegal? It's not illegal in California, is it? It is illegal in California. Okay. So, California is a two-party state. Uh, You need, so you need two parties consent to use that kind of audio recording yeah uh, i just know that there are some states like kansas isn't you uh, can know that yeah it's a one-party state that is very sad we talk um, about it all the time in journalism ethics because like even though it technically you can record your source without asking it's so unethical you always have to ask and oh yeah I, you like, should 100 percent ask every time yeah and i always do i just didn't realize that like that was even a thing that only one person had to know about it right yeah, know. so it, it is a two-party consent state um, in California. So he would have technically violated that, but Gruden 
seemed amused by apparently seemed amused by it and didn't care. Okay. Right. So now let's flash forward to Saturday morning. On Saturday morning, uh, he basically went all out, posted on his Instagram, added the Raiders, said, release me. Like he voided the twenty nine million, um, at, like the his twenty or sh- let me say this his twenty nine million was voided by the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Then he posted, "Release me." Oh, okay. Yeah. So wait, how did how could they void that? Uh, because with the suspension with certain conduct, you can void guaranteed money. Shit. Okay. And so basically, they were able to restructure his contract to like a week by week basis, and that's how he would get paid. Ooh. Yeah, so he was like, trade me, I want out later, like, fuck this, pretty much. I mean, there's no other way to say it, that's exactly what happened. And we've got to also remember, this has come after the whole helmet dispute, where he had a helmet from 10 years ago or whatever, it was too old, couldn't do that, filed like three appeals with the NFL's front office, he and had his feet burned off in the cryo therapy chamber and worst of all he was on the masked singer and he was he was on the masked singer yes worst of all i actually love that show that's, nope that's the worst thing that happened in this entire saga he was on the masked singer such a guilty um, pleasure of mine that's a sad one um, i'm sorry no 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 don't apologize it's just sad <laughs> um, but anyway he for all intents purposes he's kind of one because mm. Later on, Saturday, Sunday, uh, or sorry, Saturday afternoon, grumbling started happening. Sure. A.B. to the Patriots. <laughs> Antonio Brown to the Patriots. Wait, okay, we have to stop. Because the way that you look right now is so comical. <laughs> the way you're saying this. Okay, just let me give you a visual. He's like, they're grumblings. AB to the Patriots. He's wearing prescription sunglasses that are incredibly dark, and you look so shady. <laughs> and then the headphones on top. Like you're hearing the grumblings <laughs> right now. I am. I hear grumblings. And it's incredible for me visually. Okay. I hear dead people. I'm not come on. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, yeah, there were grumblings all over Twitter. And then finally, Adam Schefter, as it usually drop, drops. Uh, I mean, we get woge bombs for the NBA. Mm-hmm. I feel like Schefter, we need a creative way. Honestly, yeah. he always drops news on NFL stuff. Um, and he dropped the news that the Patriots had worked out a deal with Antonio Brown. They were coming to terms. And now Antonio Brown's a Patriot. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah. A lot. <laughs> and I can't, I can't say that I'm even that surprised. Pat McAfee was the least surprised of everyone. Of course um, he was. He, there's an amazing clip that he posted from his show. Um, all credit to the Pat McAfee show on this one because he knocked this prediction out of the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely out of the park. And I'm going to play the audio for you guys right here. It's a two-minute clip, so just bear with us. Sorry, there's a quick ad that I forgot to <laughs> preload and skip through. Antonio Brown got to Oakland, okay? He went over to Derek Carr's house, dapped him up. I love Derek Carr. Call God. We got a handshake. Then he started practicing with Derek Carr. He was like, wait a minute. This ain't what I thought it was. <laughs> so he called God. And God said, 
you got to get the fuck out of Oakland. <laughs> and Antonio said, that's a lot of money, God. And God said, no, no, you called me for the answer, and I'm telling you, get the fuck out of there. So Antonio said, bet. He went into a cryotherapy thing, barefooted, said, let me just burn my feet off. They'll cut me from Oakland. Nope. Weathered the storm somehow. You know what? I'm going to say I'm not going to play if, if I don't have this fucking helmet from 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Went to fight Roger Goodell about this yeah. thing. Got denied three times. They're like, oh, we're going to appeal it. And they're like, well, we've already appealed it. Oh, nope. the NFL would suspend them. We're going to be just hoping that Goodell would be like, nope, can't play if you're going to wear that helmet. You said it. <laughs> then now he's like, you know what? I'm just going to skip mandatory shit, not tell anybody. And when they find me, I'm fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to go right up to the GM in training camp in training camp, I just got here, and tell him, I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to punt a ball, and I'm going to tell him, find me for that, bitch. Yeah. And if they don't cut me then, I don't know what else <laughs> I got to do. I think Antonio Brown is trying to get out of Oakland. Yeah, for sure. Trying to get out of there. No, no then he just goes and signs a one-year prove-it deal with the Patriots. They re-up him like 10 weeks in because he's buying into the Patriot way. He kept calling God every night, and things came through for him. Tom Brady put him on the TB12 uh, treatment. They got the entire thing. Belichick sits him down on day one. He's like, what the fuck? And Tony's like, with his big smile. <laughs> I was trying to get home, coach. <laughs> I was just trying to get to here. He's like, you were just trying to get cut? Yeah. That's why you told the GM you were punch him in the fucking face? Yeah. That's why you didn't wear shoes in a cryotherapy in negative 100 degrees? Yeah, yeah. That's why you took a hot air balloon in there 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's why you missed walkthroughs and practices and didn't tell anybody? Yeah. All right, well, fuck it. Yeah, you can play for us for free. <laughs> so, all credit to... The Pat McAfee show on that one. Uh, that was outstanding. Oh, and he he's right. So he dropped that video. That was on his podcast, the Pat McAfee show, um, when all this drama was coming out. So the Patriot stuff hadn't come out yet, anything like that. Um, and yeah, he called it. He 100% called it. There's no yeah. other way to look at that. <laughs> um I did like I saw a bunch of tweets, obviously mocking the whole situation. Oh, so many! Um, it was hilarious. My favorite one, uh, and I'll make sure we retweeted on our mm-hmm. uh, the Easy Sports Twitter page, um, was a photo of Brady on the phone and like all his Patriots gear on his cell phone, and it has the quote, "Just call him a cracker. I'll pay the fine." Oh, I saw that. <laughs> oh my god! So good because that's he did do that. Yeah, he called his GM a cracker. Yeah, and so not a great look. I think it, it's safe to say. I think it's funny. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's so funny. Is it? Yes. Oh, this whole situation is absurd. Oh no, it's crazy. It's, I thought you meant calling him a cracker was just like funny. I mean, it is kind of funny. No, Zach, it's, no. <laughs> it's a little funny. I don't think I've ever heard that used in, in like, a, a super really, derogatory yeah, way. Yeah, like, yeah. a super angry dispute like that, but I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this the situation is crazy. Um, he's spiraling. He's doing a 2008 Britney right now is what he's doing. I think it was all a play. I, I think but if it if it's not, play. if it's not, he's spiraling. Oh, if it's not, he's lost his mind. <laughs> but, like, I think... Pat McAfee is right on this one. I think he. this is a play. He got to Oakland, and he realized, wow, this team sucks. Yeah. 
we are not going to go anywhere. We are not going to a Super Bowl. This team is trash. Sure. Absolute trash. And so I think he immediately was like, I need to get out. So what do I do? Talk to his team. Figured out he could spiral. Fun little tidbit. And we could go down a conspiracy rabbit hole on this if you wanted to. The Patriots did try to trade for him. When? So before he was traded to Oakland, when the Steelers were fielding offers for Antonio Brown, the Patriots were one of the teams that tried to trade for Antonio Brown. Okay. How does that make you feel? Honestly, no different because I think that there's, like in situations like that where you have a really talented player, you're going to have those big guys who are coming in in any case. Like, I think it's it would be kind of weird to say, like, oh, they tried to trade for him, they didn't get him, so then this whole but thing honestly, happened. honestly, there weren't a lot of, for as great of a receiver as he is, there weren't that many teams that were just Maybe. gunning for him. Can I, can I throw this out there? Yeah. Could be his personality. <laughs> could be. Could be for sure. But I think that's one of the options we have. It's definitely an option. How true it is. And how much I prefer the conspiracy <laughs> are I different. I prefer the conspiracy, too, because it's lively. <laughs> it's so much funny. It's so much better for me to think that this was a Patriots conspiracy just to get Antonio Brown. Yeah. I've seen the other conspiracies. Like, they're going to get Brown. They're going to win two more Super Bowls. Brady's going to retire. I saw that, they're gonna too. They're going to go 2-14 and, and draft Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Which, that timeline doesn't work for me because that would count on Trevor Lawrence staying all four years at uh, Clemson. Which, no way. The other one I did see was that they're going to, they would uh, win another Super Bowl. Brady retires. They're going to trade away, like, a bunch of assets, essentially, for Trevor Lawrence to get that first pick. Because everyone thinks he's going to be the first pick of the sure. NFL draft this year. Which, sure, why not? Um, he's... Far and away, one of the most talented quarterbacks in all of college football. Yeah, he's spectacular. Yeah. Um, so I've seen that, where that dynasty will continue because they're just going to they're gonna trade away a bunch of assets to get well, that draft pick. The dynasty will continue because, of course, it will. Yeah, of course you know? it will. As we've said before and often, I will believe that the Patriots dynasty o is over when they are dead in the ground. And maybe not even then. <laughs> and maybe not then. I don't know. Giselle probably has some magic up her sleeve. Yeah. We don't know. She's got some magic snake oil. She'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, no. But, uh, yeah, this is – the Patriots have now acquired Antonio Brown. So they have Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, Antonio Brown, and uh, Sony Michelle in the backfield with Brady at quarterback. Eh. Yeah, just – They're fine. Boo. It's not great. It's not a great team. I mean, I've seen better. <laughs> like, some old guy shouting at a cloud, like, oh, <laughs> damn Patriots. I've seen better. Um, but, yeah, they are – they're going to win another Super Bowl now. It was great for my fantasy team because I drafted him in one of my leagues. Oh, my God, really? Holy so, like, shit. This week was even – from that end, more impactful for me because I have him on one of my fantasy rosters, and I was sweating. I'm <laughs> sure, Just, yeah. Because I already I have in separate leagues, I have Melvin Gordon on one roster, mm -hmm. and he's still holding out with the Chargers. Who we're gonna talk about that in a second because they have completely called his bluff. <laughs> like they don't care. They have called his bluff. It's unreal. Um, 
That's always scary because, like, you do that to me sometimes. You'll call my bluff on, like, stupid things. Yeah. Like, for example, just 20 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a funny one. (laughs) You were trying to get the podcast equipment down, and you were like, here, take it, peasant. I did not say that. You said it exactly like that. I I said, here, take this. And I said, hey, you know, in a super nice way. Can you maybe just like say please? This feels like an unreliable narrator. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're being very you're very you're very keen on twisting and then, how this all went down. And then what happened was you spit on me. <laughs> okay. We're getting really creative now. <laughs> and you said, do it yourself or we don't have to record. And you sat on the couch and played video games <laughs> while I sat here helplessly. Should we tell a like an actual how that went down i mean if you want but it's way less fun <laughs> that's true it is way less fun essentially i just got up on the step stool and was like here take this emma said i didn't hear the magic word <laughs> and so i set it down and went and sat down <laughs> so i was like fine whatever <laughs> so um and yeah. then i realized i had dinner plans and I had to yeah. leave soon and you were like well He's got all the time in the world to That's kill. That's true. Like, you're doing nothing. <laughs> he can hold out all he wants. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they completely called. I guess we'll dive into that now. Um, unless you have anything else to say on the Antonio Brown situation outside of how good the Patriots are going to be. Just that I really hope that he gets the help he needs. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite phrases, someone in our office says, says it all the time. That's a really interesting way to ask for help. Oh my god, and I'm gonna start using that. Oh, I've so, that's I've hilarious. Adopted it so quickly because it's an amazing. Um, the the Melvin Gordon situation though. Okay. So he was holding out. He wants a bigger deal. He's set to be paid five million dollars this year, right? Sure. So he wants a bigger deal. He saw just saw Zeke get his big contract. Yeah. You know, and so he wants the deal. And the Chargers. Gave him basically two options. They were like, you can look for a trade because we're not giving you a bigger deal. Or you can play with the contract you have and we'll talk about maybe re-upping you at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And they left it. (laughs) And they haven't talked about it. They haven't had any conferences about it. They haven't said anything to Melvin's team about it. So now the speculation is that this holdout could go as deep as November. Oh, my God. And... Well, at some point, if you're Gordon, at some point, you have to be like, it's too late. Right. But, like, this is the same situation. Like, he was me, where it's like, well, I only have a limited amount of time, but you're chilling. Right. They have all the leverage. They don't have to pay him. Yeah. Like, cool. That's it. I don't have to pay you. No problem. You can hold out. We, yeah. They're basically saying, we don't need you to win football games. We can win without you, and we're, gonna, we're about to go win without you. So you're either on board or off board. Up to you. We don't care. <laughs> like, that what is, a flex, honestly. I, mean, I respect it. <laughs> I mean, it really is. And they, and they did say, go out and find a trade. Mm-hmm. And one team showed interest. Ooh, that hurts. That's got to f- – feel so bad mainly because teams are probably so set right now that they want yeah. don't want to take on the contract or the mm-hmm. future contract of a big runner like that and two i mean do you, are you really trying to integrate a big piece like that right now 
into your offense. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Unless you're really in need and really desperate in the running game. Unless you're Detroit, Yeah, basically. unless you're Detroit. That's what um, I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, Sorry, I had to get my dig in there for this week. <laughs> yeah, it hurt. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just... He can't find one. Philly was the team actually that showed interest. Oh, or at really? Least the only team that publicly showed interest. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's an interesting distinction too because that's the one we know of. Yeah, there might be others. Oh, there absolutely well. could that we just are not privy to. Sure. With our insider information, you know, we can't get everything, guys. Of course, we <laughs> we can't get every scoop for you all. Um, We're doing our best. But yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if this holdout goes till November. I thought Zeke's would go longer than it did. I'm th- glad it didn't. I Because he's an interesting personality to watch. Yeah, I, I kind of got the feeling that his was going to void a little bit quicker and go through a little bit quicker because I thought the Cowboys, they wanted him on the team. Of course they did. Like, bad enough to where, yeah, all that drama was stirring around, but the amount of drama that was stirring around it, the amount of talks, quote-unquote, that mm-hmm. were happening kind of made me believe, okay, but they're talking. Yeah. Both sides are communicating. Sure. There's no communication between Melvin Gordon and the Chargers that we're privy to. Right, and that's going to be your biggest problem. Right. Because if you have people who just decide not to talk to each other for a few months, that door is going to be closed. Right, and so the less conversation that there is, the less momentum the situation has on it, the less likely I think we are to see a deal. Yeah, because if you're him and it's October and you haven't talked in, you know, a month or whatever, sure. you're not just going to, like, knock on the door and be like, hi, um, excuse me. Right. <laughs> like, let's open this conversation up again. That's not going to happen. Well, and it, I mean, they've made it pretty damn play on the deal that you have or don't play. Yeah. And so I don't think there's anywhere to go from that. I think he's got to make a choice. Am I going to hold out? Am I going to pull a Le'Veon Bell hold yeah. out through the entire year? Or do I roll over here, except the fact that I can still salvage some of my $5 million? You know, it could be because I'm not an NFL player, but I think $5 million sounds just really great. <laughs> I mean, it does sound great. I think I'd take it. It does sound great, but you know what sounds better? 30. 10 million. <laughs> and that they did offer him that extension, which I cannot believe he took or didn't take. Yeah. He should have taken it. Whatever. His deal, not mine, doesn't affect my paychecks at the end of the day. It's true. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so the whole situation is a complete disaster. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to hop into our first break. Uh, when we come back, college football was absolutely insane this year or this weekend. You ever let go? Welcome back. Um, this weekend, a team from Michigan played a football game. Yeah, one of them. One of two. <laughs> one of two has played. The other one is in progress so far. And I would just like to express how much joy it brought me to be on the phone with you yeah. while that one team from Michigan played. I, it was getting a phone call from either you or Josh 
towards the end of a Michigan game is maybe one of my least favorite phone calls in the entire world. So that's why it was great was because we called you together. <laughs> you did. You did. I got to sit on a conference call with both of you and enjoy just the... Um, we just listened to you scream, essentially, was what it was yep. for a little while. Yep. Because for those of you who don't know, Michigan very nearly lost to Army. They very, I mean, double OT. It was. They had to force a fumble loose. to win the game. It was, it was excruciating. Yeah. To watch. I mean, it would, they are such a frustrating team to play because they control the ball for so much of the game. Yeah. With how they play. They just, all they do is run the ball. Yeah. That's all they do. So if you can't stop them on the run, if you can't <laughs> shut them down, then you just, just play your gaps. Kind of done. Do your do your job essentially. Sure. Then you get you know, then you get whatever that was, and it, it <laughs> honestly wasn't even that either. It was just, it was the bullshit turnovers on offense. Sure. Shea Patterson cannot hold on to a football to save his life. He fumbles more than I've ever seen anyone fumble, ever. You know what's amazing? Just the rapid increase in your volume right now. <laughs> Let's take a breather, Zach. <laughs> um, but he, he fumbles the ball. I'm trying to relax. The effort it's taking you to calm the fuck down is crazy. <laughs> There were three fumbles by halftime. Yeah. Three. That's not okay. That's no, not, I feel like that's really good. That's not <laughs> how you win football games. But Zach, they why don't they just why don't they just be better? Oh, Jesus <laughs> why don't they just, you know, do what they have to do? Okay, <laughs> oh, this is a one person podcast. I'm gonna <laughs> mute Emma for the rest of the show. <laughs> um <laughs> guy just killed Zach. Yeah. Um, but no, it's genuine. Like this is two weeks in a row now that they have just fumbled the ball nonstop. Yeah, and it's it's very frustrating. No, to it's watch problematic. It's not good. It at doesn't all. say that good things are on the way. <laughs> well, it doesn't speak. It doesn't speak to any sort of progress. Right. In my opinion, it actually speaks to a decline. Yeah. Because I, I don't. You can't expect, and this is supposed to be their year. Uh, Lions are up 17-0, by the way. I just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> sure. um, this is supposed to be their year where we, we really show up, show out, and prove to people that we can start beating top teams. Mm-hmm. Now, Army's a good team. They're a very talented team. Solid. Yep. But they are not a top team. No. There's no if reason. If you played that way against Alabama, Georgia, Clemson. We are going to get walked out of the stadium. It, it'll be embarrassing. Because you can't. You're not going to be able to make those kind of mistakes. We had three fumbles, three turnovers in the game. We didn't throw an interception, so that's good. But three fumbles is not. That's not okay. No, that's just entirely too many. And, and I will say one of them was not Shea Patterson's fault. He got stripped on the blind side, didn't have a chance to hold on to that ball. So not his fault on that one. But you have to eliminate the error somewhere and when people sit there and ask oh well what happened why didn't they win by more it's the easiest thing to point to is we kept turning the ball over yeah you you can't have three turnovers in a game and expect to crush a team no of course not and so and so that's it's an obvious issue 
that needs to be corrected. I didn't see I didn't see very much out of that game that gave me a lot of hope for the season. Yeah. And how th- how things are going to go because it just didn't look put together. Mm-hmm. The defense looks good, but I wouldn't go as far to say they look great. Yeah. The offense has flashes of looking fast and new and completely re-energized and reinvigorated, right? But then they regress and they turn the ball over. Well, it's also it's also early. So do you think yeah. you need to take some time for that like transition to fully take place? I I yes, I do. But there's there's that transition taking place with the offense, right? And making sure everything's going off without a hitch. And then there's just shooting yourself in the foot. And Fumbling the That's ball three too. times is shooting yourself in the foot. That's fair. Doing that in two consecutive games is really shooting yourself in the foot. Also, and I, I don't know what it was. This is a, just an eye test on my end. But uh, Shea Patterson did not – it was not a great game from him. Mm-hmm. Just pa- like passing-wise, he didn't look – I don't know if the right word's confident, but he, I just didn't get that sense that he was – In control? Yeah, I guess in control is a good one. I mean, his stat line's not terrible. He was 19 of 29 for 207, no touchdowns, no picks. That's respectable. But it's not great. No. And you need him to be great if you're going to make that next step this year. So, okay. So I think that I have discovered why this is happening. Okay. I think it's because Patterson's not calling the plays. <laughs> That's it. You've nailed it. Yeah. Thank you. No, I really I think that's that's the stickler. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think that's it. I hundred percent. Um, I will say the one area I have a lot of hope in right now is a running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Charbonnet is a beast. Yeah. He is six one two twenty. He's a true freshman, uh, and he scored three touchdowns last game on thirty three carries for a hundred yards. Thirty. We ran the ball 33 times with one oh guy. God, that's crazy. And just workhorsed him the whole time. That's he, really crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was a lot of fun. Uh, really just grinding the absolute crap off of him. Um, so then, after you went through this. Yeah. You then went to the KU game. I did. I did go to the KU game. I took a break, a breather. After? Injuring yourself. I have also, yes. Forgot to talk about this. Yeah, we did forget to talk about this. If you're a doctor and you're listening to this, please DM us. He needs so much help. It's crazy. Yeah, there's something wrong with my ankle. I think you need to go to urgent care. That's have you just, seen it in person yet? No, I haven't. I don't. I re- Let's do a live room. Oh my God, Zach. Like. It looks like there's something bulging out of his foot next to the ankle bone. So it's not that. Yep. And it's, that's way bigger than when you sent me the first picture. Oh, it's not great. And it's swollen up it's a good deal. It's getting bigger. Yeah. You need to go to the doctor. I know. I know I do. It's not great. It hurts a lot. So, okay, basically you were doing box jumps. Yes. You wiped out and you heard something pop. Well, so I came down and it popped and then I fell back because I just felt like immediate pain. Oh. Like it just popped with me coming down. Honey. And no, so I, I literally jumped down. And, like, I kind of heard it over my headphones. The girl, one of my neighbors was in the gym with me. Mm-hmm. So we have a gym at our apartment complex. And she was in there with me. She wasn't wearing headphones. And I knew it was really loud when 
I like came down and I saw to my peripheral her just whip around and look at me like, what was that? Yeah. And she kept, literally was like, are you okay? Like, are you good? I was like, I don't know. I on it. Like I couldn't tell her cause I was like, I don't. Have you like taped it? No. Rest ice compression elevation. No, none of it. What? Wait. What was that? Was that like a rest ice compression elevation? The rice method. You've never heard of that. I've heard all of those steps, but I've never heard someone just rattle them off like that. What? That's the right. Everyone knows the rice method. Okay. How are you an athlete your whole life? I know the, like the, how to do it. I've just never heard anyone describe it as the rice method. Rice, rice, baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ah. <laughs> oh. so, that was right. so bad. I also like how you called me honey. Like you're my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing that new thing where I'm suddenly, anytime I'm remotely sympathetic, I just go, oh, honey. Oh, that was all. It was super condescending. <laughs> it was intended to be super um, If I ever call you honey, it's not a positive but thing. But yeah, that looks so bad. I, this is super bad. It's like, gr- you should. Bad radio right now because they cannot see <laughs> no, anything. It's so gross. And I'm not posting it on our social media. I, I think people would <laughs> unfollow us if you posted it. I don't even know disgusting. what it is. It looks like a tumor is what it, hurts. it looks like. I did talk to one of my friends, and they're like, can you move your two outside toes? Uh-huh. And I cannot. Zach. Okay. Hey. Easy now. Honey. So, so that person thinks it's a tendon. I don't know. You should I just know I'm super uncomfortable. You need to go to the doctor. I can't. I go to Vegas tomorrow. Why didn't you go yesterday? Because I didn't want to miss the football game. All day today. We've been doing nothing. Yeah. We literally hung out. We actually went out to go get your glasses. I was resting. You were driving. Yeah. That's your right foot. I know. You were not resting. It was not very comfortable. Oh, my God. You suck. But yeah, I'll go like next week. I'll go when I, when I have a, like a couple days in town. I'm not traveling. So I, I can't argue with you because you're yeah. going to do what you're going to do no matter what I say. Thank you. <laughs> I've just learned it at this point. I'll give you all the advice in the world and you'll call me. You'll be like, Emma made a bad decision. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Zach, who thought that was not going to turn out well? You literally will look at me. Remember when I told you to not do that? I'm like. Yeah, I do. Thank you. <laughs> I, I do remember that. No, yep. I, <laughs> I chose to do it anyway. I also like being like, hey, who was, did somebody say that was not going to turn out well? Because you should probably listen to that person. They sound really smart. You say that to me so much. <laughs> it's un, unreasonable. So I think that says less about me and more about you making fucking terrible decisions all the time. <laughs> Like not going to the doctor. Like the, yeah, like not going to the doctor when you're in pain and limping. We Peterson and I stopped by a tailgate yesterday. Yeah. Right? One of our friends, they always have um, a spot down by the stadium. Same spot every single time, so I always know where to find them. Sure. Uh, walk down, and I'm sitting there, and we're talking. And it, it like, kind of casually got brought up in conversation because I was kind of limped into the tailgate a little bit. Yeah. Um, and his mom looks at me, and she goes, what have you been doing standing this whole time? And I'm like, it's cool. Don't even like, it's not a big deal. And she goes, no, sit down now. Like, absolutely not. One, 
why did why have you not gone to a doctor? I was like, oh, it happened like a couple hours ago. I didn't have time. She goes, this happened a couple <laughs> hours ago, and you're here right now. She was so angry with me. I was angry that I chose with you to go to a football game. I yelled over at you. going to a doctor. I honestly, I respect it, but you should have gone today. <laughs> Like I even Just a understand. Football guy, Emma. I even understand not going yesterday, but at least you should have gone this morning. Like urgent care is open. I don't. Yeah, Josh made a good point yesterday. I don't want to flood a hospital with that. You don't have to go to the hospital. You can go to urgent care, not the uh, ER. Can I just submit a picture to WebMD so they can tell me it's like bubonic plague? <laughs> You got like four to six days to live. You should talk to your loved one. Damn. Let's throw a party. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's that's a quick update. Um, I'll be on the IR for at least a week. God, you're a disaster. I, yeah, uh, that's fair. That's a fair thing to say. (laughs) I think so, yeah. Hopefully this just fixes itself and I don't have to think about it. Really? Do you really think it's going to fix itself? One of my friends talked to me yesterday. He goes, what if it's just like an ankle sprain? And I like looked <laughs> down at it and I was like, wait, I don't know. I have an idea. Okay. What if we grab a needle and try to pop it? <laughs> I'm for it. Uh, <laughs> upper right drawer on the island. I think there's like some nails. <laughs> some nails. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want me to take a hammer Hammer and chisel. (laughs) Just Just pop it out. (laughs) Oh, geez. Uh, Yeah, but it's bad. So we'll give updates on that once we figure out what's going on. Oh, my God. Three weeks from now, you'll be like, yeah, it's probably fine. (laughs) I'll probably honestly keep putting it off. I know you will. You'll be like, are you working out? I'll be like, yeah. That's why I'm shaming you. You'll be like, you get your foot fixed? No. So you're working out? Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. That's how this is going to go. Yep. I'm just going to keep shaming you. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, anyway, speaking of the KU game, um, I was at it. Were you? You weren't at the game this week. No, I wasn't because uh, somebody offered me a ticket and then retracted the offer. But, you know. Damn. Um, <laughs> that's awful that they did that to you. But Oh, I was so mad. I'm sure. Like, that's kind of a terrible thing to do. <laughs> I would I would never speak to that person again. <laughs> um, Wait. You're right. <laughs> <Let me just laughs> you grab just my keys. Up your stuff and leaves. <laughs> um, but it was a very frustrating game. Yeah. It started off about as good as it could, mm-hmm. uh, like a 35-yard touchdown run on our opening drive. I was like, "This is awesome. Love that. Yeah. Great game. This is going to be a fun game for us. We're just going to keep running the ball like that. Whatever. Coast, if you will. Yeah. Coast on coastal. <laughs> um, it it went off the rails quick. Yeah, they did couldn't not move take the ball. long. They couldn't move the ball at all. A defense, again, held us in that game yeah. and just fought tooth and nail. But I was less sold on Carter Stanley's performance and his ability after watching that game. And it's not like a diss on him. It just he – didn't, he didn't make good decisions. He threw two very avoidable – interceptions sure I mean very avoidable one he just threw up and I think hoped that if you're gonna throw a deep ball and towards the end zone you better throw it to the back of the end zone 
where oh, the yeah. only player that can get it is your player. He threw it like right in front of the goal line, like kind of sidearm on the run, just didn't get it there at all. Oh no! And it w- it was way short um, of our guys, and it got intercepted. And then the other one, he just rolled out, tried to make something happen, and threw it to. I have no idea who he threw it to. There was a receiver nowhere in the area, but there were two, two DBs over there, and they picked it off quick. And so it was – that was very frustrating to watch and to see because I, I know Les Miles is a coach, and I know fixes don't come overnight. Of course not. But let's eliminate the bad decision-making. Yeah. Because that was just very bad decision-making. So, do you think that they should check out this other quarterback? I do. I think... I'm, I'm there, too. I'm sorry. You throw two interceptions in a game, and I, I want to have faith in him, and I want to, like, you know, believe in this process. But I'm sorry. You... We won't... We can't afford to make those kind of mistakes against yeah. the rest of our competition. I was also... I was really frustrated with, like... This is kind of off topic, but not really. Like, the media coverage afterward, mm-hmm. I saw so much of, like, ooh, the honeymoon period is over with less. And I'm like, really? I mean, I get that statement because there has been this just, like, blissful whateverness. Like, oh, my gosh, less is here. Everything's fixed. And, like, we've been sort of ignoring some glaring issues. Sure. And that's a glaring issue. You know, the fact that we can't move the ball on offense is a glaring issue. The fact that we could only score seven points against Coastal Carolina is a glaring issue. No, that's not good. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I actually kind of understand that sentiment a little bit where it's, yeah, the honeymoon phase is over. I don't know. I just, I never was in a honeymoon phase because I never expected us to do exceptionally well this year. Right. And... I think, yes, I get that. But this was also a game that I looked at and said, yeah, we should 100% win this game. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely did that too. And I think that's where this sort of end of the honeymoon period comes from is because you look at this game, you go, you should absolutely win this. There's no reason you shouldn't. Yeah. And then you have to start looking at less and have to start looking at his play calling and have to look at the fact that we burned two timeouts in a row before even snapping the ball because they just weren't confident in the play call. Yeah. And so it, there's, there's issues and they, they, they're going to take a lot of time to fix. So I'm very curious to see how they're fixed, how less and his coaching staff handle this first hiccup, mm-hmm. this first real bump. I, I do think it's time to see McVitie. Like I, I want to see him play. Yeah. And not that it, not that Carter didn't play well the first game because I think he played okay, but he threw two bad interceptions against the Coastal Carolina team that if well, he throws against Boston College, they're going to make us pay way worse than Coastal will. Well, and we're also like – we're not saying that you should start him, play him the entire game, and never switch it up, but like throw him in for a few series. I, no, I think you, you – if you're going to play him, you have to start him and you have to let him play the whole game. Oh, really? I think so. I don't. I, I think if you start him like that good and he gets into trouble, like you can switch. Nothing says you have to have one set quarterback. No, I know nothing says that, but I also don't believe you should just be switching back and forth. 
between no, quarterbacks that's gonna in the middle be a of the mess. game because I, I think it kills someone's confidence. I think it kills your quarterback's confidence. You have to put that faith in them for a game. If it's a Nathan Peterman type of disaster where, like, in the first quarter he's thrown three picks or whatever, yes, get him out of there. Clearly he's not ready. But if he throws one interception in the first quarter, say even if it's on the first series, you can't all of a sudden pull the kid. No, and that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying, like, leave him in there for a while, see what he can do. But if it's really bad, don't leave him in for an entire game. Sure. Like, I'd say at least give him a half. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I just think you have to understand that starting him as a new quarterback, there's going to be that initial hiccup. This going to yeah. be that jump. This could also be because I come from a sport where you will change out your key quarterback-like players very right. strategically and very regularly. Yeah. And so l- that could be part of it. So And then thinking think about this. Like, as a, as a hockey player, as a hockey goalie, mm-hmm. you get pulled, yeah. you're fucking up. If you get, you get pulled for two things, injury or bad performance. Yeah. And that's it. And so that's where I come from on it. And I, I think it's mo- that's a little more similar to being a quarterback. You get pulled for injury or bad performance. Yeah. Um, and so I think you got to give him a chance and you got to give him a game. Because I don't see the benefit in starting him, letting him play, say, a half or three quarters, right? And then just because we're not winning, go, all right, well, let's switch back to Carter and see if we can pull something together. Yeah. And so I don't know what the answer is. Obviously, we're not in that locker room. We are not in the coaching staff. Um, So we don't make those decisions. But... I'm very, very like anxious. You're just stating the obvious there. Right. Yeah. We, we don't make the those obvious. decisions. Yeah. But I, I'm very curious to see how the rest of the season goes. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. I, I do know. think we can beat West Virginia. I think we have some very winnable games. Mm-hmm. I think West Virginia is winnable. I think Kansas State's winnable. Yeah. The rest of them are going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, very hard. <laughs> but, like, we can do it. Yeah. Boston College has an outstanding linebacker core that I get very, I'm very nervous to see them play against us because they're fast. I watched it when I was watching them play against Virginia tech, those dudes fly. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be a, it'll be a good game. I don't anticipate to be a very high scoring game. Um, Yeah. Not with the way we move the ball anyway, (laughs) Um, but Puka was back. I saw so much hype surrounding this. Literally, everyone was tweeting out uh, videos, like highlight reels and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, I think Prison Mitch, once again, was <laughs> Hawks by 90 or something like that. Hawks by 90. Puka's in. Hawks by 90. Um, <laughs> Hawks lose by five. <laughs> yeah. Whoop, whoop. Um, but yeah, so that was enough of the KU football. Uh, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee <laughs> lost again. I love that derisive laughter. Again. Derisive? Yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, it's a solid adjective. <laughs> um, damn. Grammar nerd. <laughs> well burned. Gotcha. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, but Tennessee lost again. Mm-hmm. They lost to Georgia State, and then they lost to BYU. Back-to-back weeks. So good. <laughs> so Both at home. They're just underachieving 
so much more than we could have ever predicted. And we <laughs> predicted them to underachieve. I mean, our expectations were low. <laughs> but, jeez. <but> wow. <laughs> you guys really have just lowered the bar on yourselves. Oh, yeah. That sucks for them so much. Yeah. Because their schedule, they are going to get just the crap kicked out of them on this schedule if that's how they're going to play. If those are the quality of teams they're going to lose to, it's going to be a long year for oh, Tennessee yeah. fans. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, God, it's just, I'm just reliving the moment watching them throw that beautiful, <laughs> like, short touch. It was like a two-yard touchdown <laughs> pass to win the game against Tennessee. Oh. Um, and then Florida State. The luckiest, the luckiest skin of their teeth win they've ever had because UL Monroe's kicker, I think in the third overtime, missed an extra point. Oof. And that's, that's how Florida State won. Bad way to win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the fact that you let your Florida State, you let UL Monroe take you to three overtimes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Or two overtime, whatever it wound up being, they had to go to overtime. Whatever it is, it's not good. Not great, not great. You also let them score forty-five points on you. Holy shit! Yeah. So, prediction: mm-hmm. Willie Taggart fired by the end of the season. I thought your prediction was going to be you, Hill Monroe. <laughs> yeah, maybe you, Hill Monroe, <laughs> make a push for the college football playoff. Two years. We'll see. We'll see. Would you care to bet on it? I'm not going down this road again. If UNL Monroe doesn't go to the to the college football playoff the next two years, we'll shave one of your eyebrows. No. Oh, and then we'll get no. a fake one tattooed on there. What? Seems fair to me. Why? I don't know. It just seems fair. Absolutely not. Come on. Shaving and I, I at least have consistency. Do you not believe in the Red Hawks? Hawks? You had to question what their UL, mascot is. I don't actually so know what no. it is. No, come on. You don't believe in UL Monroe? They're the no. team to beat, according to some. <laughs> according to very, very few. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just, I mean, great weekend. Texas, not back. Mm-hmm. Lost to LSU. Horns down forever. Horns down. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow's awesome. Um, and him princess waving to all the Texas fans <laughs> behind the bench. Just an incredible Brutal. flex. Brutal. Um, oh, he's an absolute savage. Um, Clearly. Tate Martell still at playing wide receiver <laughs> at the U. Yes. So good. And then uh, Alex Hornibrook. Mm-hmm. Remember our friend Alex? I, I recall. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't recall, Alex was the former Wisconsin QB who transferred and then basically put his old receiving core on blast by saying, I've never met a group of receivers who love the game more, who work harder, yeah. all these high praises. His teammates give him a lot of shit. Sure. His ex-teammates. His ex-teammates. Uh, he did not win the starting job down there. So <laughs> so he's a backup now. So crickets. <laughs> yeah, so oof. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just been – it's just 
a great week. I love. <laughs> I, I love. You just listed football like all so these much. negative things. You're like, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is why we watch college football. I, you're right because it's such a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, and you get your good games. Um, Texas A and M sort of hung in there with Clemson and Death Valley. That, yeah. that was a cool game. Um, Alabama probably curb stomped whatever horrible team they played this <laughs> I'm week. I'm sure. Um, they probably played like southeastern New Mexico State or something like that. Um, whatever technical school they play <laughs> that has <laughs> a walk-on program. Oh no. Um, that I mean seriously, their schedule's so weak. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, it, fantastic week of just drama in college football. Um, drama and football in general. This has been a very football-heavy episode, but I mean, it's all been relevant, so yeah, deal with it, I guess. <laughs> no, it's entirely relevant. I mean, it's just been insane. Yeah. I don't think we're wa- literally have the NFL. We have the Cowboys-Giants game on yeah. behind Emma right now uh, because in Kansas City on Fox, they don't play the Lions versus the Cardinals. Sorry. Big sad. <laughs> Um, the one non-football thing I do want to talk about, there's a really cool video of Mike Trout surfacing right now where uh, he runs out a routine ground ball mm-hmm. and he like is safe at first because like the Angels are like not making it to the playoffs. They're not in great shape. But this like shortstop just took it for granted, you know, of like he's going to be slow because we know this is a routine out. Mike Trout sprinted down that baseline and he was safe. My dude hauled ass. I love it. That makes me so happy. Honestly, good for him. Yeah, you can't teach heart. And I just think that it's really great. I saw that on a tweet. Don't judge me. You saw that on a tweet? Yeah. You can't. I thought you saw that in like a middle school gym poster. No, somebody you tweeted. You can't it. teach heart, kids. Somebody, no, somebody tweeted the video and said, you can't teach heart. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? You can't. It's a pretty good saying. That's awesome. Don't judge me. I'm not judging the you. The judgment in your eyes is obscene right now. No, it's just watching Eli Manning throw a dribbler to Saquon Barkley for an incomplete pass. That's what it was. It definitely wasn't me like judging in any way. But this, I just feel like you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I never trust you. <laughs> I never will trust anything you say to me. All right. With that being said... Thank you so much for joining us in the Easy Sports Podcast. When we come back uh, next Sunday, probably just as football heavy. So yeah. get ready. Tis Yikes. the season. Tis the season. La, and la, you la, mock la. me. La, 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 la. <laughs> That's the new outro music. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just me lazily going, <laughs> ba, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Easy Sports Pod. Uh, be sure to rate and review on iTunes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why is that so funny? I just remembered I didn't make a Facebook page. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to start fining you. I know. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. You literally have one <laughs> job. <laughs> and, like, I know you also have, like, 12 hours of free time. <laughs> yeah, like, total. That's when I sleep. Per day. <laughs> but really? You're... Come on. I worked three jobs. Would you care to explain, like, two of them? No. (laughs) (laughs) Would you care to explain what exactly you do at those jobs, Emma? Uh, 
No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, <laughs> then <laughs> point made. I feel like that could have been really misconstrued, so I actually am going to explain <laughs> what I do at those jobs. Nope. With that being what? said, <laughs> we are going to cut off here. Shit. Thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast. Rate and review on iTunes. Emma will create a Facebook page with all that free time she has. Fuck <laughs> <Like> you. <laughs> at, at a job where one of them, have you... Your job at the research library, what do you actually do? We do a lot. When patrons come in, we will page books for them. So we'll take them off the shelves. We'll bring them in. So the library is huge. It's four stories and it's so many books. You have to learn the stacks. And then when you're off the desk, you're doing like other projects for them. Like maybe you're reshelving those same books. What you don't know and what you guys aren't hearing Mm -hmm. is they get like one patron a week. That's absolutely accurate. Just that is so. A- <laughs> I went to school at the same university as you. You cannot pull me <laughs> up like the wool over we my had, eyes. On Saturday, we had like seven people in there. Oh, how did you survive? <laughs> they all page ten books at once. It's so much. It's not. It's such an easy job. I can't. But like, we actually do work. It's just it's it's easy work. It's easy work. And I've literally gotten texts from you saying, I've been behind the desk for two hours and done nothing. <laughs> Was that on Saturday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you had so many customers. We did. That was just at the beginning of the day. Don't judge me. Uh, I love that job, though. I love yeah, the I'm reason. sure you do. It's a nothing job. No. You don't do anything. The people are nice. That's the books true. are interesting. How many of them have you read? Oh, absolutely. Over no, under 35. <laughs> Probably over. Okay. We have some sci-fi in there. <laughs> God. Well, you think I'm just like walking throughout the day and I'm like, I'll pick up this copy of Yates and just like going with it. No, it's yes. all. It's no, that's a hundred percent what I think you would do. No, it's absolutely what I do. <laughs> You're like, oh, more Edgar Allan Poe. I'll pick that out, read hey. through it for the fifth time and we'll be good to go. Don't. This is libelous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast. We're sorry. Emma's sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry for Emma. Okay, (laughs) thanks. (laughs) No, what's great about that is it could have been, one, you feel pity for me, you're (laughs) sorry for me, or two, you're apologizing for just my presence on this show. Could it be both? It probably is. I I think it's both. All right, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week, same time, knuckleheads, later. You ever let go.